We're recording. All right. Hey, what's up? It's Big John on Americana, the American way. Pick me up on, follow me up, whatever the heck you do on those things. Uh, get her at the real under, the real Big John. Shit. <laughs> oh, man. It's like two minutes before 6 a.m. I've been trying to go to sleep since 10 p.m. And I'm getting giddy, so I figure why not make a podcast and video. So, this is Americana, the American way. I am Big John. Catch me on Twitter and Getter at the real underscore Big John. There we go. And now, to lighten the mood, I just got the the urge to listen to this song. Tell me if you remember this. She's still a beautiful lady, uh, quite a few years older now, obviously. Uh, I remember when that video came out, um, came out right after, I don't know, around the same time uh, as uh, Debbie Gibson was big and pop music, bubblegum music, whatever they want to call it, was just the biggest, coolest thing and, you know... Uh, MTV was still fairly new and music videos were the coolest uh, and Tiffany she only had a couple hits but I mean she was huge and you know they used to sing in the malls they would have you know I don't even know how like, you charge somebody I guess they charged the mall 
an appearance fee maybe I don't know but they have all these uh, clips and videos I'm still the video is still playing on my phone um, clips of her in you know different malls around the country and like thousands of kids around her um, brings back memories um, and uh, this uh, Pittsburgh Pittsburghians uh, radio station B94 WBZZ B94 uh, every year they they would have a, a canned food drive and uh, I mean they were like a big radio station they brought in a, brought had a lot of big name pop bands come in at the time um, but anyways about three years in a row, they had a canned food drive. And whatever high school uh, donated the most cans of food uh, would get a, a concert by, like, the biggest pop star of the day. And one year it was Tiffany. And this is kind of a sad story for Tiff. We're, we're tight, by the way. Not really. Never met her, <laughs> actually. Anyhow, uh, one year Tiffany was the concert and uh, East Liverpool High School, East Liverpool, Ohio High School, which is, you know, we're about 50 miles, 40 miles from Pittsburgh. They won the contest. They actually went like two or three years in a row. And the one year they had a band called The Jets. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play some of their groovy music in a minute. But... Uh, the year they had Tiffany, uh, she came in and it was kind of controversial. It was kind of, like I said, sad for her. She didn't have a band with her. She was singing to recorded background music. And it just wasn't what the kids in East Liverpool expected, I guess. I don't know. But I guess they booed her out of the building. It was like in, um, you know, on the front page of our local little newspaper. And that might have been the last year that they did it. The, the radio station did that contest. I don't. I, I'm not sure if they did it one year after that, but I know East Liverpool High School, little high school in in Ohio. You know, just how look how generous. I mean, the, obviously the kid they did it because the kids wanted the the singer there uh, or the band. Um, but. Uh, this little high school brought in, sorry, brought in more donations than uh, all the big schools in Pittsburgh. Of course, the canned food was going to the kids at the big schools in Pittsburgh. So maybe we were just more fortunate than they were. But there's still some pretty rich uh, schools in the suburbs of Pittsburgh that could have you would think, you know, rich people would donate, knowing it was going to shelters and uh, whatnot in the city of Pittsburgh. Um, but anyways, Tiffany uh, still tours the U.S. of A. with other 80s pop stars, because all of us middle-aged people want to, now we can afford the concert tickets and we don't have to have our parents' permission to go see them. But Tiffany's um, around the same age as me. She uh, 
couple years after this song was out. It was it came out when she was a teenager. She was maybe 15 to 17 in that range when um, that song hit. I think her other hit song was uh, actually called 17. Both songs were previously recorded by other people and have been recorded by other people since but uh her other hit song was called 17 and uh anyhow you can google it but tiffany redid the song in the video pretty much parodied herself uh a couple years ago still a great song still a beautiful uh woman uh, and oh, I, I was saying that that song dropped when she was 17 ish. And then a couple years later, after, or a few years later, when she was in her 20s, she wanted to make a comeback. And for some reason or another, she thought she was going to come back. <laughs> By posing for Playboy, and trust me, it's a beautiful photo shoot. Um, but as much as I despise Hugh Hefner now, Tiffany, if she wants to, you know, she chose to show her body, and uh, and then um, I don't know, somewhere in the early 2000s uh, or where thereabouts, I don't know. When the TV show Biggest Loser became popular with the uh, people losing weight, uh, she was on, I think it was called Celebrity Fit Club. It was like a VH1 version of uh, Biggest Loser, but it was all celebrities. She was on there and she said, I, I want to get back to the, the body I had when I was in Playboy. <laughs> And, uh, just interesting to see what goes on with our pop stars, uh, throughout their lives, you know. Uh, not a lot of, of bands and musicians and actors and that have the, uh, the, the longevity. Um, I mean... How many can you think of that have been making hit songs and hit records for years and years? I mean, really, in my generation, it's been the country and western stars. You know, Garth Brooks was famous until Garth decided not to be famous anymore. George Strait was making number one songs until he decided not to make songs anymore. Um, but... Let's look at listen to the updated version of Tiffany's I Think We're Alone Now. This is pretty cool. Her voice is a lot different. Let me hear your heartbeat. Let me your heartbeat. Let me touch your heartbeat. I can change your
little more rock and roll. I know she, uh, in the 2000s-ish, tried to change it up. Uh, I think it was on her MySpace. Uh, her thing was, you know, pop star turned rock goddess or something. Nice lady, seems like. I mean, I, I really don't remember hearing anything um you know terrible about her she just you know didn't really have the follow-up to that uh that one big or there's two couple big hits i don't know how you want to put it anyways debbie gibson So let's pay, let's gab here a minute. Uh, I did say I was going to follow through, follow up on uh, this New York subway shooter. And I, I kind of messed up because I said I want to see if this gets as much play as Kyle Rittenhouse, much TV airtime. Then I realized I don't watch television news. But uh, to follow up, uh, he appeared in federal court Thursday uh, and was ordered to be held without bail, which is a good thing. He's got some nice man boobs, I'll tell you that. Uh, he did not enter a plea on Thursday. Prosecutors said the attack was premeditated and constitutes an act of terror. If convicted, James could spend the rest of his life in prison. Uh, and well, he well he should. He he was trying to kill people, uh, no doubt about it. That day he wanted to. To kill people he was not successful thank god but uh 10 people were shot and wounded um about a dozen more suffered other injuries but uh i assume while they were you know trying to run away they were knocking each other down um police said the suspect unleashed a smoke canister in a crowded train car before opening fire um, and like I said, he had been on a terror watch list. He has a lot of black supremacist videos on his social media where he's ranting and raving against uh, the white race, which is just as racist as the Ku Klux Klan. You know, it's a two way street. You do not, you shouldn't hate people based on their race, uh, ethnicity, anything, whatever. Uh, sexual orientation it's just not cool to hate um, now I thought that he unleashed he set off smoke bombs like you would buy at a fireworks store uh, this was actually some kind of smoke canister so I don't know where he would have gotten that um, the guns he uh, had would have been easy to um, obtain uh, they were just uh, I think there were nine millimeter pistols 
with an extended magazine, but it wasn't wasn't a 100 round clip like Joe Biden calls it. Of course, the correct term is not clip; it's magazine. But uh, the gun will probably get prosecuted more in the media than he will. Uh, on the other hand, you know, Kyle Rittenhouse was persecuted by the media as well as his weapon of choice. Um, and he is facing terror charges. Uh, I don't know who his attorney is going to be. I'm sure somebody bit with a big name and big money will step up to um, defend him. Anyways, let's lighten the mood because the world's messed up enough. Um, let's listen to some Debbie Gibson Electric Youth and then pay some bills. And this is another.
80s pop princess of of ours uh, back in the day, Debbie Gibson. Uh, she was just cool as heck. Came out on MTV, had a bunch of music videos. All us boys in school loved her. Uh, if you, you know, there's always the battle. You know, remember in school, it probably goes on now. I don't know. I, today's music's all shite to me, but uh, I'm I'm that age. So, I mean, there's good music. There's good country and western people out there, like Jamie Johnson and a couple others, um, Brad Paisley, uh, uh, and, and some new bands too. Um, I mean, a band I just discovered was the Foo Fighters. I mean, they were popular. What? in the 90s I remember kids in high school talking about him and it turns out the lead singer who was also the drummer of Nirvana you know lived like 60 miles from my house Dave Grohl supposedly one of the nicest people you've ever met um but uh the battle was always raging between like the metalheads the Metallica fans uh, and then, you know, like the pop, you would say like hair, the eighties hair bands, like poison. Uh, what was another one? Rat, uh, Cinderella, you know, they came along and yeah, eh, I don't know. They all had songs that I liked. Poison was probably like the biggest pop hair band, heavy metal band, uh, at that time. That competed for uh, our 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 favor, but all all the boys secretly like Debbie Gibson. Don't let them kid you. Um, I mean, she was a very talented person, tr- classically trained pianist and singer, and gave it up to go on uh, to Broadway and make uh, plays and musicals. And then she's also been doing this uh, 80s comeback or pop tour with uh, Tiffany. Uh, new Kids on the Block are usually in there somewhere. They called it the Mixtape Tour. Because back in the day, we would listen to this thing called a radio. And you would put... They had these... Look, look fucking Google it, you little brats. Uh, these things called cassette tapes. And you would stick it in there. And you'd wait for your favorite song to come on. And you'd run up to the radio and j- hit the record button. <laughs> and you'd end up with this cassette tape with like three-fourths of like t- 10 or 20 songs on it. Because you never quite got to the record button fast enough. So you got you know, 90% of the song if you were lucky. Uh, but anyhow, so... That's what we did for fun. We played Nintendo, played basketball when it was nice out, ate pizza, and just had a gay old time, like Fred Flintstone. Well, William Gates, Bill Gates, don't worry, folks. Don't worry your pretty little heads off. Tiff, Deb, don't worry your middle age pretty heads off. 
Wilhelm Gates just got off of uh, the Lolita Express, from what I've heard, and has announced to the world there's another pandemic coming. So don't feel safe, you silly some bitches. This simpleton. Um, it's interesting. Melinda Gates divorced Bill Gates not long after his name showed up in Epstein's flight log. Did she have suspicions all along and that was the straw that broke the camel's back? Hmm. I don't know. But Wilhelm Gates, Bill Gates, said March 25th, the risks of severe disease from COVID-19 have dramatically reduced. That's not exact, that's not good grammar, Bill. Have dramatically decreased would probably be the right way to say that. Uh, but anyhow, he said, but another pandemic is all but certain. Uh, for the record, dramatically reduced is in quotes, and then the rest is the author paraphrasing. Speaking to CNBC's Hadley Gamble at Germany's annual Munich Security Conference, oh boy, uh, Gates, co-chair of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, said that a potential new pandemic would likely stem from a different pathogen to that of the coronavirus family. Well, coronaviruses are all around, always have been, always will be. Everything from the common cold to the... Pardon me. Uh, hold on, Debbie. We'll shake your love in a minute. Uh, the common cold to the common flu... They're all coronaviruses. But don't worry. This latest variant of COVID, the uh, variant affectionately known as Omicron, uh, is weakening and weakening. And it's, it's mutating, but each mutation is weaker. But each mutation strengthens your T-cells and B-cells to future variants. Well, that's a good thing. So our friends at Pfizer that, you know, own the politicians and the uh, FDA, our uh, beloved uh, people who make the rules and laws and whatnot for uh drugs and administration in the United States, they've come up with a Omicron vaccine. Now, Dr. Falsi, Fauci was on C-SPAN several years ago when it became an annual event that we all have to get our flu shot. And he told the reporter, if your daughter or my daughter has already had the flu, I would not give her the flu shot 
because natural immunity is the best immunity. But he's been telling people this whole time through COVID that you should get the vaccines and the boosters whether you've had it or not. And now they're saying that these latest Omicron variants are stealth and that you have to be careful that you can be you can be infected and not be sick well then you're not sick if you're asymptomatic you don't have any symptoms you but you have the virus in you or on you or around you they've actually convinced us that we can be sick without being sick is what i'm saying if you don't have symptoms if you don't have a snot nose a cough a fever anything like that you ain't sick <clears throat> so these new Omicron variants, Omicron, are more uh, easily spread. But like I said, science has shown over and over that they, the Omicron variants are boosting our immune system. <clears throat> so we should really be out there trying to catch Omicron. Dr. Fauci said natural immunity is the best immunity. But don't worry, Pfizer may have an Omicron-optimized COVID vaccine ready by fall, the CEO says. And since Pfizer is sponsoring a lot of television networks, doing a lot of advertising on the radio, and they've bought off a lot of politicians and the FDA, you will now be told by your doctor, by Dr. Falsi Fauci, that you need this Omicron vaccine. Because you could get sick and not even know you're sick because you'll be asymptomatic. And if you're asymptomatic, you're not sick, but you're sick and you don't know it. That don't make any sense, Dr. Fauci and Pfizer but don't worry the government's paying for all this and um, well your tax dollars are paying for it and Pfizer can charge whatever they want to for the vaccine to the governments uh, the British Journal of Medicine has an interesting article uh, that science is now you know bought and paid for by these big pharmaceuticals and it spells it all out but anyways, Pfizer and BioNTech could finish work by the fall on a new version of its COVID-19 vaccine that can better protect against the Omicron variant while still being effective against other known strains of the virus. Well, the other known strains of the virus, see, every time a new strain becomes uh, 100% of the infections, like there was the alpha, and then there were a couple other variants, and then the delta strain took over and, and took away the delta or the alpha variant, the original, and then Omicron replaced delta, and now the what the delta needs to cling to isn't available in your cells because 
the Omicron is clinging to that. And meanwhile, Omicron is strengthening your immune system. You got to get your freaking information from one, somebody other than me, to look at the British Journal of Medicine. Look at Hong Kong University, which one is one of the leading ep <clears throat> the leading universities in the world at <clears throat> these epidemic type viruses. There's a better name for it than that, but I can't think of it right now. The proper word. Uh, endemiology epidemiology it's not the United States it's not the universities that are paid by the drug companies to find the answers the drug companies want them to find uh, every doctor outside the United States is calling this pandemic and well outside the United States and China which that's a whole nother horrific story but what's happening in China and Shanghai right now, where people are tape, they have they put a piece of paper over your door, and it's glued or taped to either side. And if the police come around and that paper is ripped, meaning you've opened your door without their permission, you're in, you're going to jail. But anyways. The United States has such an obsession right now. Our politicians and doctors like Fauci are so obsessed with keeping us under the thumb. It's ridiculous. It's disgusting. And they want the United States to be like what's going on in Shanghai, where you can hear the people screaming from their apartments in the night uh, because they're they're short of food and they open their windows at night and just scream into the air I can't speak Mandarin so I don't know what they're screaming but it's not good from what I've been told gulp down some water there um but Pfizer's coming out with a vaccine to protect us from the strain of the virus that is protecting us from other strains of the virus. It's, it's, they're coming up with a vaccine to protect us against a variant of a virus that is giving us natural immunity, which everybody says is better uh, than vac any vaccine. Natural immunity is better than a man-made vaccine. According to Dr. Fauci, you can maybe, if it hasn't been censored too badly already, find the clip somewhere online. All right, we got to lighten up now. Debbie Gibson, another one of her great songs, Shake Your Love. I just can't shake your love. And we'll be right back. Shake your love, I just can't shake your love, shake your love, I just can't shake your love, I just can't shake your love, I just can't shake. 
MTV Video Music Countdown. Uh, it, it was so much fun back then. Uh, I don't know why they stopped making music videos. Something about it got too expensive. Uh, I know the asshole that runs MTV now makes a lot of money off of those terrible reality shows. I haven't watched it in at least 20 years. Uh, eh, maybe less than 20 years, but yeah, I was a, a real world road rules fan and then that got old and they just come, kept coming up with more reality shows. Um, but yeah, man, it was just so fun. Go home, listen to your favorite band, see their, you know, latest video, uh, Guns N' Roses came along and at first, their music videos were, you know, the typical, like, concert videos. Um, Welcome to the Jungle was a revolutionary video. Um, the way it portrayed, you know, Axel in an electric chair wearing a straight jacket, watching all the mayhem on the TV, the news, the violence that was going on. Um, but, anyways... You know, those, those bubblegum pop stars just take you back, or at least me, to a simpler time in my life. And with the stress I've been under with a family member being um, essentially on his deathbed now. And uh, the bullshit that's going on in the world and the stuff I just talked about, the subway shooting, the lies about uh, pandemics and epidemics and... Uh, all these things that are out there, uh, it just makes you feel better to say to hell with it and put a smile on and listen to some silly ass music you grew up with. Um, so for the record, Debbie Gibson did not sing at East Liverpool High School in Ohio. Um, but I will play... Uh, a song from one of the other bands that was there as we close. Uh, the band called The Jets, not to be confused with the terrible football team. Uh, but The Jets were 
young kids, you know, younger than me, um, these young kids um, that just put out some cool music videos, funny as heck. Uh, they were probably my age now that I'm looking at them. Uh, you know, because I was probably what, 10 or 12 when they came out. And then Debbie Gibson and Tiffany, they were the older, older ladies at the time. I was, you know, 12 or whatever. 10, 12, 13, and they were the older ladies. They were 16 and 17. Yeah, okay. I'm not going to get creepy. They were, the, they were older than me. They're older than me now. I didn't catch up to them yet. Still ain't got a chance in hell at ever going out with either one of them on a date, but whatever. So, end on something a little more, a little warmer note, maybe. Uh, this skydiver, this caught my attention. Skydiver miraculously survives smashing into the ground at 80 miles per hour. This is why you have a hard time getting me onto an airplane, let alone jumping out of a perfectly working airplane. It's not crashing, it's smashing into the ground. So, uh, let's, let's see what happened to this lady. Um, a skydiver survived after her parachute got tangled around her leg and she smashed into the ground at 80 miles per hour in Suffolk, Virginia. If you're in an 80 mile an hour car crash with a seatbelt, airbags, and steel all around you, your chances of surviving are not great. But this lady survived crashing into the ground at 80 miles an hour. Uh, it says, Adrenaline Junkie Jordan Hatmaker, 35 from Virginia Beach, ended up in a highly dangerous uh, down, uh, highly dangerous down plane during her 13,000 foot fall. An accident rarely survivable. Wow, yeah, I would say that's rarely survivable. Her first parachute was wrapped around her legs and when her reserve released, it catapulted both, it catapulted both out in opposite directions, leaving her hurling towards the earth and a terrifying spin. Let me reread that because it, it doesn't. Her first parachute was wrapped around her leg, and when her reserves were released, it catapulted both out. In opposite direction. Okay, so both parachutes went in opposite directions. Okay. Leaving her hurling towards Earth in a terrifying spin. Jordan hit the ground just 20 seconds after pulling her release cord. 
suffering a broken back, leg, and ankle, and felt every bit of the impact as she remained conscious. Oh, man, you talk about pain. Uh, I mean, it's probably a good thing that she remained conscious so she could tell the doctors what what parts hurt, but from the sounds of things, probably everywhere hurt. Um, it took her three months to walk again. Well, at least she can walk again. But thank God. Wow, it took her three months to walk again. And now she plans to take to the skies again. After climbing to Mount Everest Base Camp. Everything happened really quickly, she said. I didn't have any thoughts because I was spiraling, so I didn't know what was going on. It was just, I was just in strategy mode. After her 30-second fall, she hit 30 second, 30 seconds, not to be confused with 30 second, 30 second fall. I, I know I don't have the best English accent, that's why I'm repeating myself. She hit the ground with her left leg and then bounced forward so she hit the ground which is a whole new excruciating pain that not many humans have experienced and she's never experienced she rose up from the ground and now she about to hit the ground a second time which is another whole new set of pain she ain't never known and most people haven't known because most people don't live through this or experience this period. So she hit the ground with her left leg and then bounced forward to land on her back. Oh, ouchie. Jordan spent 25 days in hospital recovering and started walking three months after the accident. Oh, man. It uh, it took away her plans of hiking to Mount Everest base camp, which she had planned to start three days after the jump. But she rearranged that trip to November, and she even hopes to skydive again one day. So imagine that after hitting the ground, breaking your leg, obviously, bouncing... Landing on your back and breaking your back. She learned to walk again. Climbed partway up Mount Everest. Uh, she said she hiked to Mount Everest Base Camp. I don't know how high up Mount Everest that is, but that's no easy hike. Wow, what an amazing woman. Amazing survivor. Man, that... that if that don't give you hope, you can. She lived through an 80 mile an hour collision with the Earth, and then she climbed or she hiked Mount Everest. Oh man! Wow, that's that's awesome.
God bless her. She And she's going to go skydiving again. I have a friend that skydives. I think he's a nut. Uh, and I don't mean that in a funny, cute, good way. Um, but he's told us stories about... Um, he said three times his um, initial parachute has failed. And... I don't know, there's some mechanism where you can release your first chute, like cut it loose if it doesn't open correctly or whatever. And he's had to go to his emergency chute. Dude, you're psycho. But this is a cool woman. Um, wow. I mean, she survived 80 mile an hour collision with the earth. Remember, most people don't survive an 80 mile an hour car accident where you're strapped in and surrounded by a big chunk of metal that's made to absorb impact. And with nothing between her and the ground, she crashed to the ground, bounced, crashed again into the ground, uh, and, and lived. And is hiking Mount Everest. Wow. That's just crazy. That's awesome. Well, good luck to her and her next adventure in life. So here's another uh, pop band that was huge when I was in elementary school that uh, played a shindig at uh, East Liverpool High School. So here we go. The, these are the Jets, and I think they were a family band. Latina kids, I do believe. Or maybe they're just a group of kids. Yeah, no, they all look alike. Same skin tone. They kind of got the Michael Jackson Jerry Crow look going in this one. Well, whatever. Rock. Watch all my children and you wonder.
for listening um it's crazy times in this world and sometimes you just gotta find some something silly to help you relax so pray for one another have a great rest of your time whether it's day night evening in between whatever pray for each other and uh we'll see you later